Today's episode is sponsored by an upcoming movie called If. We don't go to the theater a lot as a family, mostly because it's tough to find a movie we're all going to like, but If is one of those movies. It comes out in theaters May 17th. I saw the trailer the other day, and we ended up watching the trailer multiple times to check out all the different imaginary friends that are in it. Some of them are what you would think an imaginary friend would be like, a nice-looking monster kind of. But other ones are so random, like this one that's a knight and one's a dragon and one is just a banana. And it gets wilder too, but I'm not going to spoil it all for you. The movie is about this girl who can see imaginary friends. And she goes on this magical adventure to reconnect forgotten imaginary friends with their kids. I know me and my kids are going to enjoy going to the theater for this one. And the cast has tons of our favorite performers like Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Maya Rudolph, Matt Damon, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Emily Blunt. John Krasinski wrote the movie inspired by his own kid's imagination to be funny and exciting for all ages. It looks like a real slam dunk. The movie If releases in theaters May 17th and we are totally going, so check it out. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Kids Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Before we get started today, I want to give a shout out to Ellis from Richmond. Ellis is a big fan of the show, so thanks so much for listening, Ellis. I hope you like today's episode. Last time on the Kingdom Defenders series, Eleanor and Joseph rushed out on their own to seek help from the mysterious foggy woods. We rejoin them now as they approach the forest. Unfortunately, they weren't going to reach the woods without running into some gloops. As they grew nearer the woods, they could see a gloop patrol hanging around the only path into the woods. There were four of them hanging around there. Now, normally, Eleanor and Joseph would just enter into the woods somewhere else, but there was nothing normal about foggy woods. There was one thin, worn path leading into the woods, and that was it. If you tried to enter in any other way, the fog would become so dense around you that you couldn't even see your hand in front of your face, and it would be hard to breathe. It was like the fog was a natural defense of the forest. Eleanor and Joseph needed to get through those gloops to that path, and they didn't have time to wait them out. They stopped before the gloops saw them and tried to come up with a plan. Well, what do you think, Joseph? asked Eleanor. There's no way around a full-on assault, said Joseph. I say we sneak up as far as we can without being seen and then launch a surprise attack when we get close enough. If it gets bad, we can try to just run away and lose them in the forest. Sounds good, said Eleanor. The two crept through the tall grasses as slowly as they could. They stopped whenever the gloops looked in their direction. They used trees and bushes for cover. Slowly, slowly, they crept toward the gloops. They noticed that these gloops had nicer gear than the others they'd seen. Their weapons looked new, probably stuff they had stolen from citizens of Wayward Island. They even had armor and shields. Once Eleanor and Joseph got as close as they thought they could get without being seen, they stopped. They looked at each other each of them wondering if they were really going to take on four tough gloops. 
Eleanor and Joseph silently pulled torches from their shirts. They knew that lighting the torches would definitely alert the gloops to their presence, and that would be the start to it all. Eleanor held the torches, and Joseph pulled out his flint and steel. He cracked the pieces together above the torches. It made a loud cracking sound. Crack, crack, crack. Finally, the flint sprayed enough sparks on the torches to light them, but the gloops were already on them. Joseph dropped his flint and steel and swung up one of the torches they'd just lit. This gloop was not quite as scared of the torch as the other gloops were back at the castle. The gloop kept advancing on Joseph, swinging its huge broadsword back and forth. Joseph stumbled backward and fell to the ground. The gloop rolled up on him so fast. The gloop's sword was so much longer than his torch. He couldn't wait until it got closer. Joseph lay on his back. He grabbed the torch with both hands, held it above his head, and threw it at the advancing gloop. Now, this certainly caught the gloop by surprise. It didn't have time to dodge or even raise its shield. The torch spun through the air and stuck right into the gloop. The flame was extinguished as the torch entered its round body. The torch hissed and smoked as it went out, and the gloop spun and rolled away, shaking its huge gelatinous body until the torch flopped out, all covered in goo. The gloop seemed very hurt. It dropped its weapons and shield, and the armor slid off its body, and it slumped to the ground. Unfortunately, there were three more gloops, and now they were down to one torch. Meanwhile, two of the gloops had rushed Eleanor. She was swiping back and forth with her torch, but just like the one that attacked Joseph, they kept advancing. Eleanor backed into a tree and stumbled a bit. Just as she did, one of the gloops lunged at her with its axe. Eleanor dodged the gloop's axe and stabbed right into it with her torch. Just like the other one, this gloop recoiled in pain as the torch hissed and the fire went out. The gloop rolled off, clearly injured, shaking off its armors and dropping its weapons. In order to get away from the other gloop coming after her, Eleanor quickly climbed the tree to escape its charge. It didn't take her long to get out of reach of its sword slashing at her. Joseph saw Eleanor treed and yelled, Eleanor! He ran over to help her out, and the fourth gloop began chasing him. Now they were without torches and with two gloops still to fight. Joseph unsheathed both of his swords and launched himself at the gloop. Eleanor watched as his two swords were a blur of action. He was swiping them so fast that the gloop had no chance of defending against them. Chunks of gloop were flying off in every direction, making the gloop smaller and smaller. But behind Joseph was the fourth gloop. He wasn't paying attention to it, so focused he was on eliminating this gloop that was threatening his sister. But Eleanor noticed. From up in the tree, she saw the gloop creep up behind her brother, wielding a large battle axe. She didn't know what to do. If she alerted Joseph, he would turn and open himself up to an attack from the one gloop, and if she said nothing, then the other gloop would attack him from behind. She got an idea. She positioned herself directly above the gloop her brother was attacking. It was about half its original size now due to Joseph's flurry of attacks. Eleanor called out, Joseph, behind you! At the same time, she leaped from the tree. Her arms and legs spread wide. 
Joseph turned and blocked the attack from the approaching gloop, and before the smaller one could get Joseph in the back, Eleanor belly-flopped right onto it. It splooshed apart and turned into nothing more than a puddle of goo. Eleanor, now pretty upset about being covered in this nasty glue, picked up the weapons it was holding and joined her brother in slashing the other gloop, who was all alone now, facing Eleanor and Joseph, two of the quickest swordsmen on the island. They had been trained by the best their entire lives, and it showed. They made quick work of this final attacker, slashing it into a hundred little puddles of goo in just a few minutes. They were breathing heavily, being winded from battle. They were covered in sweat and goo, especially Eleanor. Joseph ran to his sister, who had perhaps just saved his life. He said, Eleanor, you saved me. I just, I just want you to know that, that you look like a slug covered in that goo. Joseph laughed. I'll show you a slug, said Eleanor as she chased him. The siblings laughed a bit until they ran right up to the edge of the foggy woods. They stopped and suddenly everything was silent. They stood before the tall trees and the thick, thick fog. I guess we gotta go in there now, huh? said Joseph. Yeah? What's our plan? asked Eleanor. Um, I guess we get in there and start hollering for help or something? We don't really have time to look around, said Joseph. The two gathered up all their weapons they dropped and prepared themselves to enter the forest, a place they had never been, looking for something they weren't even sure was real. The End Thanks for listening to today's episode. We would all love to see any of your drawings from the podcast, so if you'd like, you can have your grown-ups send them to kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Adios.